everybody. Welcome to another episode of CRAB TV that stands for Carolina Rantic at Patrick and Carolina and with me, my amazing, fabulous and fantastic host, Patrick. How are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm reeling. I am reeling. We've had some breaking news today <sighs> that, to be honest, I, it, it just, it threw off all of my chakras and nothing, I, I'm not well, bitch, as <laughs> the iconic line. <laughs> I am not well and listen I have this well in theory I have this theory that I'm supposed like I don't sleep with my phone in my room that's a no-no but okay. I'm not supposed to like take a look at my phone as soon as I wake up that's supposed okay. to be my rule do I break that rule every day obviously I do <laughs> so the first thing that I yeah. do roll out of bed like I can't even see it straight I still have like you know I can't even see it straight. My eyes have not even like accustomed. Oh, yes, like, yeah, and the whole thing. And I'm reaching for my phone. So defeating my whole purpose of like waking up, refresh. <laughs> and the first thing that I do is go to Twitter, which nothing worse oh, could be than that. You are a masochist. And, yes. And I get hit with the news that Whoa. Dorinda is leaving us. And can't handle. I'm not well, bitch. Not, not well. well <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to say something. You're not gonna like it. I think it's time. I don't, I think I, here's why. Hear me out, hear me out, okay. hear me out. Okay, okay, go ahead. She has steadily declined from, and I'm talking about just like her as a person for the mm -hmm. show, I'm devastated. I love the Berkshires, I love her slurring, the Joker makeup, I love all of it. But I don't know, personally, I feel like we've seen her not make much progress in dealing with Richard. And she's kind of sinking into this very like angry place where she's angry more frequently because she doesn't have a handle on her drinking. So while I'm devastated to lose her, I think it might actually be a little bit of like Kim Richard syndrome where it's probably better if she maybe is off reality TV for a while to get herself in order. Because I feel like this season, She's just given us so much nastiness. I mean, she was horrible to Tinsley. She flies, like, I mean, the, like the first drop of like Rosé sends her into this tailspin. She's bringing, she's given Lou the business real hard in Mexico, which we're going to talk about shortly. But yeah, it just seems like she, she's, for me, it's kind of almost stopped being fun and it's, it's getting to a little sad because this is a woman kind of in crisis and we can't say that she has an alcohol problem but she has an alcohol problem and it's <laughs> it's tough like it's it's tough so like i i yeah so i have very mixed feelings okay, about it because so for tv i want her but for human decency i think this it's time all right so i 100 percent agree on that because i you, you guys know that dorinda is like my favorite so like as, yes. as a person i do feel like like this is not a good light for her like it's you sure. know as we have spoken before like if we were on reality tv wouldn't be good oh yeah of course <laughs> so but i'm so sad because like we're not only losing her but we're losing blue manner like i, I can't know. deal with that because if we take a look at all the you know like all the cities Blue Manor is as good as any other cast member. I, I could not agree more. I love like the multi-episode arcs we get there. There's always some craziness. She makes it nice. Like, I mean, we've gotten iconic scenes from there. I mean, Blue, Bluestone Manor is, is a truly, I think that uh, that's also part of the wish fulfillment that we get while watching these series. I mean, 
how amazing to say, oh, I have a manor in the Berkshires. Like, of, what? Like, a, the oh. whole thing, like the fish room, the right. decoration for Christmas, like, it's a lot. We're, we're losing a lot. We are. We, yeah, we are. I was, because so what's left? Ramona's Hamptons house, which I. It will never be the same. It will no. never be the same. Nothing, like, the, I was just thinking about, like, which other franchise has a location that we see every season? No other location, no, no other. Yeah, so, we did get eyes last year on camera. Oh, well, you don't really watch Dallas. Well, there was a Dallas, like, chalet. Dallas. But, <laughs> yeah. Compare that to Blue Man. No, What's it's wrong true, with it's you? true. <laughs> well, I mean, the Westcott, like, the Westcott coin would probably rival. I mean, like, they've got actual money. But, yeah, no, but Bluestone Manor is an iconic setting for just debauchery, Naked chefs, Sonia collapsing. I mean, there's so much. Devastated. That's yeah, all I have to say. True. And then I got even more sad because, of course, now I'm like in this black hole of Twitter all day oh, long. Oh all day boy. long. And apparently she did not quit, but she got fired. So page six was reporting <laughs> that as well. And well, there was conflicting reports because, but I wonder, like, is because also the page six piece was talking about, and because then Leah had some comments about diversity. So I do wonder if some of our OGs are sliding a little bit and then with just the current climate that maybe they're falling out of fashion. I don't know. Like what I don't Bravo, know. I read Bravo what, has got a lot of criticism about yes. it's all white, which I don't disagree with. And thank God we have the amazing ladies of Potomac and Atlanta and Garcelle, like, really punching above her weight with these broads in Beverly Hills. But I agree. I would love to see some more diversity. I don't think we've ever had, have we ever had an Asian woman? We only had, what was her name? She was half Asian, half white. In New York yeah. also. What was her name? The one that had, the one that was super tall with the short husband. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I can't, oh, I will never remember her name. So. We have a Kevin Lee, which, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I miss him desperately being the LVP sidekick. But yeah, it's like, I, I do agree. I'd love to see some additional people of color. Uh, I and mean, I don't care what color, like, let's just get them in. Let's get them in. I, I don't know, I'm, I'm sad. I, mm, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about this because it's like, I, I don't do, like, I'm, I'm like Ramona. I don't do well with changes. Right. Like, I don't, <laughs> or maybe like Vicky, like the new girl, I'm always like, abrasive about them right. although although i love Garcelle, i love leah and i love sutton so maybe i'm not like vicky um, <laughs> but i hope you're not like vicky that would be i mean you'd be taking self-deprecating to yeah. a whole new level Jesus if you're comparing Christ. yourself to that's true i should Victoria. have never said that <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so so today talking about vicky we're gonna whoop it up in mexico like oh what's yeah going <laughs> bring us to andales i mean yeah this was <laughs> i'm oh. i'm loving this trip I Listen, am loving this trip. This is crazy. Like, this is crazy. First of all, how many episodes? It feels like it was, like, last year when we started watching the show, which <laughs> I'm not mad about it, but no, it's been, like, no. a lot of episodes happening, and apparently we still have more episodes coming up. Please, keep them coming. <laughs> I, am, I receive them with open hearts, open, open ears, open eyes. Keep them coming. Open good. So good. So we go to Mexico. Dorinda has planned this beautiful trip. Obviously, a mansion. That thing looks like oh. a hotel. Love it. And for the first time ever, I'm glad that we didn't get to see Ramona running up the stairs trying to get a room. 
So I don't know what happened, what kind of conversation they had, but I was happy to see that she had humbled herself a little bit. Well, I mean, she still immediately tried to enslave everyone that worked there. She so did like, call them the servants. She did. That was a tough look of her going in. And <laughs> I mean, she, we Listen. can always count on her to always be a absolute monster. Ramona, I mean, the only thing that she's missing is a MAGA hat. So oh, servant, calling herself sure. a 1%. Like, oh. come on, Ramona. <laughs> oh, brutal. Now so, I'm just spreading COVID up and down the Eastern seaboard, whether oh, it's Palm Beach. Um, oh yeah. She is a true nightmare of a person. So God bless her. She makes yeah. great TV. So we make it here. Glad that I think they did. How did they assign rooms? I don't remember. This seems like, well, like so many episodes I, ago. <laughs> This was like, yeah, pre-COVID, uh, they were signing <laughs> rooms, but there was a game. There was a little bit of a, a trivia and it, there was some like a silly, a silly game, which I, I kind of liked that direction that I like that. in because it gives us funnier content. It was, I would say a bit of a, like a bit of a roast and cause I, like one of the questions was like, oh, what does like, what happens to Sonia? Like after she eats like, you know, broccoli or whatever. And everyone's like, she's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was a very light and fun moment. I love it. And what a difference. These women are crazy. They're, as we can say, air quotes, like low key because there is no glam squad. There is nothing. Right. They, they freely talk about farting and pooping and all that, which again, I'm shocked. Like I am shocked. I am, <laughs> we have gotten more bodily functions from these women than, I mean, it is a, if that is your kink, you are in a constant orgasmic heaven. Like I, it is, it, oh, for me, it's gross. tough. For me, it's tough. Look, people are into what they're into. Um, but it is wild. It is so wild. What I think it's crazy, I mean, and we're really jumping ahead a lot, but like, just to kind of like wrap it, like this woman, she's super, like, back to Ramona. She's supposed to be super fancy. She's the one percent. Right. She is completely like, you cannot say the word vagina around her because right. she can't hear that word. But She's like in the middle of a conversation, realizing that there is a, a, a piece of poop dripping down her leg, and she like like nothing. She's like, "Oh yeah, I just shut myself." I'm like, continue on with a conversation. I would be mortified. You know yeah. what I would be? I would be bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Oh Something yeah. Like that. <laughs> I would. I would also. I would first like bravo, bravo, and then be like, "This is it for me. I am starting my new life in Poland." Like I feel like that is my go-to. The ultimate humiliation, you will find me in a small Polish village making pierogies, never to be heard from again. How, like, how could you like carry on like nothing had happened? If, yeah, I, I, it's truly unbelievable. Like, it, it is, it, it's, it's shocking to a degree that <laughs> is hard to describe when you're right, when it's like you see her want to carry herself and when she talks about all of her girlfriends and she's social climbing as Elise you know says and it's like I think it's very hard to climb the social ladder if you are just at least once a year shitting yourself if, on if you have television. poopy if you have poopy yeah. pants yes <laughs> or, or it's like look take a page from Sonia's book and we got some amazing cutaways of like just wearing diapers like look just no shame in it I mean come on listen I was watching this episode with my husband was listening and he's like Maybe I should, you know what, forget about it, I said anything. <laughs> probably, probably not the episode for him to be joining us. <laughs> but that was crazy. But anyways, we'll get to that later. So, you know, we get here in this beautiful mansion right on the beach, beautiful, the, the, there is no fighting for the rooms, there is no glam squad, which I love. This one's yeah. like in sweatpants and like a bikini. 
love it. It's all yeah. I want. It's like, a true vacation. Yes, it is like, a true getaway for these ladies, and I I loved being a part of this journey. There was an, there was an element of that was just so unpretentious that it was just like here's some gals. <laughs> so unpretentious in a mansion on the beach with a private with staff, staff and a full yeah, staff. <laughs> with a full staff, it's just easy breezy, full staff to bring them whatever they need. Welcome drinks flowing like water, which you can't drink because you're in Mexico. <laughs> it, I mean, we'll get to that too. <laughs> yeah, which, oopsie. But I mean, yeah, it, it was so much fun. We got to, I mean, immediately Ramona, you know, pulls a stunt, jumps in the pool with a, with her noodle. <laughs> she, <laughs> which, she look, can't... if I saw that place, I would probably do the same thing. Me too. I'll be like, hello, vacation. Uh, please yeah. get me some huevos a la ranchera, as Lou says. <laughs> The whole time I was just screaming at the TV. I'm like, it's not huevos a la ranchera. It's huevos rancheros. <laughs> oh, the, basically what, like, why Jose won't really watch with me anymore is the way they pronounced Cartagena was so offensive to him. Trigger. He was a screaming, for- <laughs> screaming. So now every time, now and again, if I just like want to mess with him, I'll be like, yeah, I, I really want to go to Cartagena with you. And he's like, and he'll just look at me. <laughs> I know no one can see my face, but um, it is highly expressive and expressing disapproval from my I'm spouse. telling you, it's a trigger for me every single time I hear that. And I when I go it. and see the tweeters and they spell Colombia with a U, that's it. I'm all over it. I'm deceased there. Like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like during that, like screaming at them with like my gangster hands. Like, it's, it's a hot mess. I was never arrested for my drinking. Like, I'll just immediately go to that place. <laughs> it oh is, it's, yeah, it's, it's wild. It is, yeah, it's It is too thing. much. But, so but Mexico have... is much easier to pronounce for these ladies. Yes, so they're there, drinks are flowing. Uh, immediately, uh, we see our little Sonia blackout. This woman doesn't even know her name anymore. She oh, is Sonia a harness, and again, consistent to what she's been doing every vacation. I'm, I've been enjoying it. I mean, it is <laughs> wild to watch. And I mean, it's been fun for me. It's, so she gets so, so drunk that they have to put her to sleep early because she's like so wasted. And then they have like this kind of like this casual dinner. And I, I, I mean, again, this was so many episodes ago. Like, I don't even remember what happened, but there's like a little, like a little fight in here that is just like a casual fight. And then what happened though? Like, I don't even remember what happened here. So I think that's the beauty of this franchise and that <laughs> so like they can happening. have these, yeah, like there's just so much action that one like little tiff amongst these ladies is just like a blip on the radar of the entire episode where I feel like in contrast to Beverly Hills, as we were talking about Rome, it's just dragged out and stretched. I mean, to the point that like, it, I don't even care anymore. Whereas like, yeah, these ladies can hit, it bubbles to the surface and then it, it like, we wake up the next morning, we're having all new rancheros, <laughs> we're having we're having fruit, we're having juices, we're around the table, having a cup of coffee. Like it's it's a it's a new day and everyone, you know, they can kind of briefly unpack it and then go about the day's activities, which, which I, I love. I love because it's I'm great. like it keeps me moving. It keeps me oh, moving. For so sure. They have this fight. Something happened with Dorinda. She's getting aggressive. Ramona, of course, she has to make her point. Right. <laughs> Dorinda, that Dorinda's aggressive. And 
Then poor Lou gets like in the middle of these two shenanigans because she right. tries to go and like make it nice for Dorinda and talk to Ramona. And then she comes back and I, you can tell that, that Lou doesn't want to talk about it. But right. Dorinda is pushing. What did she say? She what is. did she say? And then, you know, poor Lou says like, listen, you know, she just says that you're drinking a lot and that maybe you need to take it back. And then from zero to a hundred. <laughs> you just saw, it's like in those like, those movies when you just see the person's eyes turn into flame, like hellfire flames. And like, you just see her and like the steam comes out of her ears. And what's crazy about that fight was that she like, even the next morning when she couldn't let it go, she was saying things that were not true. Like did not happen when she's like, well, you still, and Lou was like, no, I didn't. I simply was relaying what Ramona said. Like, you know, she's like, I, I was, and she's like, well, you kind of editorialized or, you know, whatever it was. And, and it, so that's what was also crazy too, was she couldn't even say, you know what, let's watch I the think tape. That's, <laughs> I think that's the, the downfall of doing that, that she, yeah, can, she can't. And I don't think that she doesn't have self-awareness. I don't think that is that. I think that she just like her ego, like she cannot get herself to be like, right. I was mistaken. Because right. I think, because I think that she knows that she's in the wrong and that's what she wants to make it nice. Right, right. So she starts like screaming at put Lou and she's like, you, I don't have a mug shed, do I? Right. <laughs> yeah. So violent. Yeah. And what was so crazy about this scene is like literally five minutes ago, she's telling Lou that she will never use her past against her. I know, <laughs> I know. And I felt like Lou, I mean, she came out of that smelling like a rose. Like she kept her cool. She was trying to like just logically, I mean, it, there was no emotion. Like it, it was, I thought she played her hand brilliantly because she tried to reason with her and, and Lou came out smelling like a rose. I don't know what Lou is doing, but first of all, she looks fantastic. She looks like a million dollars. She's she not does. engaging. Like she's, as you said, yeah. she's keeping her cool. She's like, she was like, I'm not gonna do this. Like I, this is crazy. And oh yeah, good for her. I'm proud of Lou. I'm also very proud of Lou. I, I think that I was wor really worried when she's kind of dipping her toe back into the alcohol, you know, back back behind the bar this season that I was like, oh, could she go off the rails? Like she's worked so hard and she's just getting off probation. And like, and here she goes, but she's been keeping a, a lid on it as far as we can tell. So I hope that she can maintain it. Cause yeah, she's, she's coming off looking flawless this season she, yes. she yeah in so many ways i mean she she looks great she's she's playing this interesting role that i feel like she's kind of found the the line in between being the countess that was so high like on her horse in earlier seasons and the woman in the bushes like she's kind of <laughs> found like the middle of that where she, you know, I don't know. It's it's great. She's I'm, very likable this season. this season. She is. Very, yeah. very likable. So poor Lou. So the next day she's working out and, you know, she's great running. Leah comes and she's like trying to like work out also. And they talk about like this, like, oh my God, what happened to Dorinda? And I like Leah's stand because I think Leah likes Dorinda a lot. And probably that's what I would do. I'd be like, I'm not saying anything. I don't oh, want to be on sure. the bad side of this lady. <laughs> I, yeah, for sure. I, I would not want to cross Dorinda. Like, Dorinda doesn't strike the same amount of fear in my heart as, like, a Danielle Staub. No, because she's not vindicted. Like, right. I just don't want to be yelled by. Yeah, but I also feel like she, yeah, I don't want to be yelled by her because I feel like she does. She'll find, like, the one thing, like, about you and just, like, because she'll go for the jugular. Yeah. Because she'll, she'll, she'll look at me and be like, 
well, Richard had a better hairline. <laughs> like she would, I think like she'd go in and like prey on one of my most, like, you know, deepest insecurities and, you know, or, or be like, well, Hannah got her nose done at 18. What are you waiting for? 34. Like, you know, like, like she, she would think, find that thing that would just, ooh, would come from I think that's one of the things that, I mean, not to say that I like, but that's like her power that she can go yeah. for like that thing that like, that you're insecure about. Like, for sure. It's, it's, it's hard to watch, but like, again, good to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, as long as it's not coming at me, I'm, exactly. I'm very so, happy. I'm very so happy. They're talking about this and, you know, uh, Leah's like, she tries to be a mediator. She's like, I tried to tell her, but she doesn't want to listen. So listen, I'm just going to wash my hands here and I'm just going to yeah. like, let it go. I'm not going to do Smart this. Move. So I think that's the day where they had planned the camels. Yes, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Which so, was another fun journey. I, listen, I love, love yeah. it. So they had planned these camels and I love how Luan, obviously, in all her grandness, she was like, <laughs> I'm gonna get back in the saddle, whatever yeah. she said. <laughs> Which I'm like, good for you, Luan. I know. Good. I agree. So, and I didn't know, like, Leah was like uncomfortable. She's like, I don't want to do this. Like, like she seemed like she was actually like afraid of it. And, yeah, and that, that caught me by surprise because I thought that she was like, I'll do anything, kind of like. I girl. figured that wasn't the first camel that she's been on. Like, <laughs> so I, I just assumed, yeah, that that was that was new new for for me as well. So they get to the camels, Ramon is excited. And then she's not, Ramon is like, uh-uh, I went to Morocco. It was not a good thing. And right. I love how like they keep going back to like her like terror face in that oh camel in Morocco. So she's like, I'm just gonna walk. And well, they get on these camels. And obviously, I don't know why, but like there has to be always a camel that is a pain in oh, the ass. Always. And now I learned my lesson because I don't know if, if we ever go on a trip, I'm not riding on the back camel. I'm riding no, on the first no. one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Same. Yeah. I want, yeah. I, yeah. I, I want the most spry. Like I don't want the ornery one in the back. I would be petrified. Like when I actually get on a horse, I'm afraid. And a horse is like this, half the size of a camel. Yeah. Oh so, Yeah. Well, I mean, I, well, as a very brief aside, when we, like the only, my, my two biggest goals when I moved to California were to go to Vegas and go to Hawaii. Okay. And so um, they were big goals. And so for my dad's, I guess it was his 60th birthday. Yeah, we, I like, we brought him out. We went to Maui. I was still living in the Bay Area and, and some of my family came, but my youngest sister really wanted to do horseback riding and I was very indifferent to it. And so we get there and I was really scared and I was like, I want the oldest <laughs> lowest most like handicapped like I, I want the the horse that is and he was like okay you'll be on Charlie and it ended up that my sister got like a really like challenging mare and Charlie was amazing so like by the end of it he was like because it was just the two of us like no one else showed up for the the tour so he's like all right like you know should we like really open it up and like gallop and I was like hell yeah and my sister was basically Lou in Morocco and she was like um I don't I don't think so because hers kept trying to like eat grass and so we kind of had those moments where when we got up I was like that was amazing Charlie is this just majestic stallion that I am just so honored to have been able to ride <laughs> and she was like I'm never doing that again uh, I think well, you wanted it, but it was it was great. But so I kind of I I get where where Lou and Ramona are coming from a little bit. But I would definitely get on the camel too, just just to I try it. I mean, actually, on the on the zoo, on the Toronto Zoo, I rode a camel. I mean, not as excited as you know, right on the beach, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but cool though. Scary. And I also feel like on the beach, like Leah, you can make an emergency dismount if you have to, and the I sand will break listen. your fall. 
I'm gonna tell something that was scary. Like, I don't think that I could jump. So I'm like, this is how I break my knee. Yeah. This is how but I ruin my she, trip. Right. And she was like, she was like, I'm, she was like, I'm not waiting for this thing. Like, I am mm -hmm. on this thing she, right now. She did that. I was like, okay, yeah, that was a baller move. I really enjoyed that. And I love how Ramona and Sonia get like annoyed that Dorinda and Luan are enjoying their camel thing. They're like, oh, I know. They think they're better than us. They didn't say anything. <laughs> they were just like, okay, well, don't ride the camel. <laughs> Right. Oh my gosh. That was really funny. But that lunch that they had after was, what a Perfection. dream. What a dream. Perfection. And I love how um, Ramona, she can become this like overly uh, affection when like something is going her way. I love this. I love the flowers. I love the table. Oh, yeah. I love this. I love that. <laughs> so I think that was funny. That's always. Oh, for sure. So they have this, they have this beautiful lunch and then Luan brave enough again. She's like, listen, Dorinda, let's have a talk again. Now that, right. you know, it's a new day. I, she didn't say that, but I think like the implication was like, it's the daytime. You haven't had any drinks yet. Right. So like, you know, we can get this over. And again, same reaction. Like same thing. Ah, immediately go for like, you were on probation. I was there when you went to jail. This right. and that. So like, I think where that people say that she's difficult to watch, but it's still, I love Dorinda. So like, do you think that her, cause, it, cause sometimes I feel like when she's bringing that up with Lou, because I feel like they were so close. Do you find that her love is kind of conditional? That like, she almost uses it as like, I don't know. I, I can't, cause I almost kind of feel like because she brings that stuff up so much when, and, and Luann was like, yeah, I'm not saying that you weren't like, of course, like, and I appreciate all you've done for me. Like, I feel like she kind of gets on this thing when she does make it nice. And it's like, yeah, because I did all these things for you. So like, you should like, you know, be loyal to me. You should have my back. When the whole point is like, yeah, I have your back. But at the same time, if you're in the wrong, I have to, you know, I'm not going to just be a yes person like to you. you I have to, someone has to check you. And I that's what think, she's like. I don't think that it's conditional. I just think that she, she there is fear. Maybe fear. Yeah. People. Look at me. Fair enough. Dr. Carolina here. Uh, yeah, continue on. You have my attention. That sounds... So, I mean, uh, Hannah's out of the house. Richard's gone. John, yeah, so she I, always kept John at arm's, arm's length. So maybe you're onto something but I here. Think, I think it's probably fear. And like when you come from like a place of fear, like immediately you go into like, it's your reaction is like, I'm going to be really nasty. So you can't hurt me. So I'm going to hurt you right. first before you oh. hurt me. <laughs> PhD over here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> please. Next episode, we'll get into my daddy issues. That sounds great. So I think this is what it is. So like, and I think that, and I think that again, that she knows that she uses that as a, as a horrible tool that right. then her compensation is like, I'm going to make it nice, but we don't need to talk about this. Like, I don't need to acknowledge this. Like my apology will be treating you really well instead of being like, listen, I'm sorry I did that, which I think will be more powerful than just like, Forget about it. Listen, right. we're doing this. Now I'm going to throw a party for you. So, right. Mm, interesting. So it sounds like she may need to take a page out of Rinna's book and own it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Although, mm, that's for another conversation. Yeah. That Lisa owns anything. That's sure. True. But that's a good point because I think that, I think you're right. I do think that her, her kind of fear-based approach is that, def that defense mechanism yeah. rather than just kind of copying to it to say, I was wrong. I shouldn't have come at you in that way. Kind of like, like I feel like with when we've seen Leah and Ramona try to, they have that this very interesting dynamic where there is some some acknowledgement of wrongdoing and and then acknowledgement of a change in behaviors, 
that doesn't quite come full circle, but still it's like, I think they both kind of recognize where their relationship currently stands and that they want to move forward and make it better. But inevitably something happens. I don't understand where the beef is coming between Ramona and Leah. Like, I don't understand. Is is what Dorinda says? Is she jealous because, you know, she's young and beautiful? What is it with Leah? Because there is something that really triggers Ramona. For sure. I think, I think in that case, Dorinda is very correct because I don't think she ever saw Tinsley as much of a threat. Like, I don't think she paid Tinsley that much attention, even though she was younger and was like the it girl and yada, yada, yada. I think she always saw herself as above Tinsley. But I think the fact that, that Leah has come in and has challenged Ramona in such a way, I don't think she was anticipating it. So I think there's a little bit of a, of a you know, the, the, the Gunvalson method of like, I'm, you're going to get hazed you're not ready for this. I'm the seasoned OG. I am Ramona Singer, ageless by Ramona. <laughs> like, I how do you she... feel? How do you feel about Ramona talking about Leah's, you know, mental health thing? I horrible. Bad, 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 bad. And I think that, and the, I think the worst part is, I think that she felt like she had the upper hand to kind of be like, oh, well, this justifies it when the reaction was very swift and very like angry and everyone kind of denounced it as like you cross the line so i think in her mind would, so I, I think i don't think she was prepared for that reaction because then you kind of saw her start to backpedal a little bit and then we saw it played on social too oh that was horrible and talking about talking about taking pills we, we skip a very important thing here the water first of all what the is water. a water pill do you please tell me what a water pill is <laughs> unclear but like if you can get that drunk and then be spry the next morning give me a water pill because right now if i even get a fraction of to the place where sonia is i am down for at least 72 hours we'll have to drink nine liters of gatorade and also just chew up excedrin like they are pez and that's it where she pops right out of bed and all these women like what what? i felt even leah she was like how is this even possible like you're like almost (laughs) twice my age what's going on in here this when leah i I felt so seen by leah when she said (laughs) that i was like leah you see me i don't know how they do they would have like nothing like not even a headache nothing i was just like wow pros like this is it they're like professionals livers of steel those ladies i mean it's true but i guess when you're binge drinking for decades like you kind of get seasoned but (laughs) but it it is remarkable because i mean there was one night i i feel like i had a a couple of glasses of wine and just you know it was like a friday night and i saturday morning i was like this is what your mid-30s is like i have a headache i don't even like i don't drink so for me just getting like a little bit tipsy the next day i'm like I, i can't move yeah. I'm like, send 911. You need, right. to, you need to go, like, we need to go to, like, Iceland to get, like, the people to, to get me out of the hospital with a blanket right. on my head, just like a Zviki. I'm like, I'm not yeah. a human being right now. No, so, no. So this woman, like, nothing. Like, as you said, not even a headache. Not even, like, ah, oh, I'm tired. Absolutely and nothing. And also, not as someone who has had a fair share of binge drinking, <laughs> um, it, like, the other crazy thing to me is, like, no, yeah, maybe I have just, you know, a couple pieces of pineapple, whereas I feel like I need the amount of calories that Michael Phelps ingests, like, while he's training, but they all need to come from, like, 
McDonald's or, or like I just want something greasy or I, I'm gonna make just a big bowl of pasta and eat buttered noodles. But listen, you know, huevos a la ranchera were every morning. <laughs> I, again, talk about huevos a la ranchera. I can't believe that this woman only knew were like, oh, it's a Mexican dish. You need to try this. <laughs> Where's everybody else been? Don't tell me that you've never been to like, a, a, I don't know, like a little restaurant in New York and had brunch and have huevos rancheros. No. I refuse <laughs> to believe that. Refuse. <laughs> I know. I agree. Especially, yeah, with just the incredible food scene that is in New York. Even if you have some sort of Michelin starred like huevos, like rancheros, it. It, it's it's there like you it's, can get it it's yeah. very accessible i'm telling you we went to new york in december it was fantastic and we used to go like every day for like breakfast to this like super hip place it wasn't even like a, like a mexican place it was like a like a like an americano kind of like restaurant okay freaking huevos rancheros over okay. there for brunch <laughs> like <laughs> like she was I'm making sure it at the Turkish bath where Leah goes twice a week i'm sure they serve them there too I'm I mean, like i was just like i was in shock them that this yeah, woman that didn't know bad. what freaking huevos rancheros. And I'm gonna tell you this, I find out about huevos rancheros to my husband, which is like the whitest person ever. Like I didn't even know what <laughs> huevos rancheros were before. <laughs> uh, I'm, I mean, they, they do them great in California. There's, cause there's such a great Mexican influence in California and the food is just, oh, I miss it. I mean, so, it's different, it's different here, but yeah, but I agree. You know, you're gonna eat well in Mexico. Um, and I would, I would have killed for the types of food that they were serving them. It, it was amazing. delicious. It was so good. So, I mean, I love that they didn't have, well, okay, the first night out. So they go to this La Parrilla restaurant, which I'm like, this place is just show and it's probably really bad food. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I could not agree more. We have this like waiter carrying margaritas on their heads. I'm like, what's happening in here? Yeah, it's a hot it's a mess. They had and a was like, ooh, this place is very me. Like very me. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, God, she's such a monster. No, again, we get there. I love how Dorinda had like this, I don't know where she gets like these gigantic boobs and they just made a fool of themselves in that restaurant, which I'm, I'm all for it. And it's, people in this restaurant oh, were yeah. shocked. My sister was texting me and she's like, there are children here at this restaurant. And I was like, oh, I know. I mean, it was, yeah. It, it, it was, was. What a fun journey though. I mean, what a fun Ramona coaster we were all on for that. That was crazy. And that's when the whole thing started with Leah and her vagina situation. Oh, we're back to Leah's reproductive organs. Back there because she's telling us that she, is that when she's telling us that she has gone to the Bruja or that was before, after? I think, I, I don't even remember where we are, but like there's a It's all of the, the talk about her lady bits is running together for me at this point. And again, Ramona being, you know, the classy lady that she is, she cannot hear the word vagina, no. which is actually the actual word for that part of the body, right? right? Like get right. offended when somebody says the P word, which I sure. myself don't like it that much. But like, you cannot get upset when somebody's calling that part of the body for the, the name that it has. <laughs> there are so many slang terms and that it's like, you could have said the word, like many more, in my opinion, as again, as an authority, I can speak on this as a, <laughs> a white man <laughs> about a woman's body. Do tell but, me. Um, yeah, but it's like, there are so many other things that you could say that I personally find much more degrading to a woman Horrible. than the anatomical word that you would learn 
in health not, class. Like, not only that, right. it's not like they're calling, oh, you are a vagina. They're not saying that, right, they're just talking right. literally about her vagina. Yeah. Like, they're literally <laughs> talking about her vagina. You keep and, saying it, I'm officially uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ramona, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> just call me Patrick J. Singer. It's, yeah, no, You it, can it's, tell it's that true. she's really, really uncomfortable. And okay, yeah. so they have this shenanigans in the Mexican restaurant. They had fun, they get drunk, they had margaritas. They do completely inappropriate things to, this, to the waiter. They like oh, harass poor him. Guy. Listen, it was a lot dancing, happening But in there. dancing with Lou was so, I mean, that was, that could not have been a more yes, perfect scene. And Lou has some good moves. She knows how to merengue. I'm telling oh, you, she was good. Those those hips don't lie. <laughs> I mean, clearly, back in her, you know, in her days of having a title, there was definitely some dancing. Listen, I love Luan. Love her. She's so well rounded. We have everything with her. <laughs> Truly, she's giving us. She's giving us body. She's giving us hair. She's giving us level-headed, you know, logical realism. She's giving us so many things. So and many she's just given us a new single. So I mean, Viva la Diva, please. Yeah, she's so Lou is living her Viva la Diva life, and I honestly, as I as I said to you via text, there are some parts of that that they're a bop. Lou Listen. is cranking out the hits i'm all for it so you know they go back to the villa they keep drinking at the villa the next morning is a whole new day but ramona dog with a bone she can't let it go she's very offended about the b word very offended mind you while she's very offended about this sonia it's completely naked not even her right. andies are on like completely naked being a hot mess talking about the P word. Yeah, right. Telling how she has like a chubby P. And I was just like, ah, I don't want to hear this. We've heard a lot about, about Sonia. We've heard a lot, a lot about her bits too this season. Yeah, lots it was of, so much. Lots and, of bits. And we can see this is where, where Ramona is like annoying because she's like, nothing that Sonia does bothers her. Nope, doesn't phase her. And now and she's so annoyed about something so stupid. And I'm just like, Ah, Ramona, you and your double standards, I can with you. Horrible. Can with Absolutely you. Absolutely horrible. Now, what was your take on the whole kind of trope of the working at the table and Leah doing some emails, Dorinda exploding, and then Hannah talking about some library, whatever, <laughs> I could not understand, and then Sonia being like, well, gotta get the invitations. I gotta, I Listen. mean, what was your take on that? So I'm team Leah and Sonia on this one. They have, they woke up in the morning, nothing is happening. They go outside and see a table. They grab their computers, but you know, their chef is making, you know, the huevos a la ranchera, whatever <laughs> they're doing. Nothing is happening. Nope. Luan comes and joins them. She's drinking her coffee. Nothing is happening. Then Dorinda comes and she gets really annoyed because they're supposed to be having breakfast and these two are like working. So I, I understand because I get like that sometimes. Like I want to be present. I want to be sure. there. But like you don't need to come and hammer people, especially as Leah said, like it's not like we join you and then open my computer. Like I was right. sitting here working and you came to this table. Right. So that's the difference. And of I course, agree. again... Another thing that Dorinda does, she doesn't own it, baby. Right. Um, she gets this phone call in the middle of actually having lunch with these girls, having a right. conversation, and she takes the phone call like, like nothing is happening. 
And then right. when they call her out on that, she gets, again, I don't have a mock shit, okay? It's my daughter, <laughs> right, right. It's my daughter, my daughter. What am I, gonna just hang up on my daughter? Hannah, I'm gonna have to hang up. Like, she just, it just built and built and built so quickly that I was like, geez, like, It's too wow. much. Like, you it take us to much. a high, in, like, let us breathe. And then I love how, you know, Ramon is like fake cry. We just want oh, to Crocodile tears. Ah, it's so much, so much. But I think I think that's the problem with Dorinda. Like she, yeah. she, she, like she gets overly excited in a negative way really quickly. Right. And like but she, like, but but the rules don't apply to her. No, obviously if not. If she's doing something because it's like, yeah, we're not saying don't talk to your daughter, but it's hard for. Like you, yeah, I, I, I could not, I was, I'm it was such a double standard. I'm assuming that they have, like, again, going back to producers, I'm assuming they have standards before they start shooting. Otherwise, everybody will be on the phone taking phone calls all day long. For sure. So I'm sure. sure that they said like, hey, turn off your phones. Like this is, right. I mean, I'm sure, because we never see anybody's phone ringing in the middle of a scene. No, everything, it's always the FaceTime so we can, you know, make sure. Yeah, I agree. I think that, and also, too, I also felt like it was one of those things where, I don't know, I need to look up. I mean, Hannah is what? does what? Hannah is she, do? Is she 30? Like, I think it's one of those things where I it's not I don't think Hannah's like, 30. No, I mean, but, like, it's kind of one of those things where I feel like she's old enough to maybe, like, okay, say your piece, and then, yeah, like, I don't know, maybe I just have a very different relationship with, like, my, my dad, but it's, it's, I don't know, like, if, if I have to, like, tell him something, I mean... Unless he calls me for tech support, in which case it's a minimum <laughs> commitment of 60 minutes. <laughs> um, and I just have to hack into his machine and do it for him. But it's like, tell me your, your news. And then like, but you know, I, don't think I, I know Hannah you're on a trip by. No, I don't think so either. I, I don't think so either. I think that Zorinda took it a little bit too much. But talking about, for you know, sure. getting here and all that. Um, what do you think about that shaman experience? That made me laugh. Hysterical. Listen, I and I'm gonna be every honest. minute. I would do that in a heartbeat too. I want no, that. No, I would, I would, like, that would make me uncomfortable. Because like, of the I'm that person. I don't know, like, I don't know, like, and even though, like, I'm like, you know, like, I've been to ashrams and I've been to chanting and all that, I don't know, like, the whole thing, like, somebody, like, saying prayers over me, even if they're good prayers, like, I don't know, that, that would get me, I would, I would get a little Ramona over there. Like, I would be like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would, like most things, I would let it wash all over me. I remember once I, when I saw a psychic and one of my aunts, not on my father's side, she, like the Greek Orthodox, she, she was like, you did a bad thing. Like you, that is the devil's work. I, I, I was like, oh, there's a couple of tarot cards, but. I, I don't yeah. think that is a bad thing, but like I, it, will, it will take me. Like, especially because I don't think that they knew what was going to happen. Like, that's, that's true. Like, they did if seem I don't, surprised. Like, if I don't know what's going to happen, like, I think it will, it will, like, take me off guard. And I will be like, I, I don't know what's going on here. And make me probably uncomfortable. And I yeah. thought that it was really funny because he's, like, calling the birds. And, like, ah, the whole thing starts making noises. So they're, like, it's really, like, freaking them out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was definitely some mind games. But I did love the whole, like, I mean, I thought it was so funny of them, like, doing a little, like, cave thing and like and kind of kind of going through and sonia being like that is not for me <laughs> my favorite like, like the rappelling down into it and because lou even again she was seemed a little scared by it a lot and i love how lou 
you know, as you said, has come down from her like countless to be like, oh, yeah. oh call me Lou. Which oh my gosh. Season one, she was freaking out when like Bethany introduced her That's as right. Luan, as not Countess, you know, right. De La Sep. <laughs> right. So I'm like, but I oh. think it also, it, well, it helps that it was like a younger man there that, because Lou, her antennas are always up. Oh, and she was she a girl. Guy, it was a girl. But the guy who went down. Oh, the guy who was repelling there, was a guy. Yeah, yeah. It was a guy. So I think that when she's down there. I think that's when we get a little bit of the call me Lou. Um, <laughs> I, I love how she, she's like, wait for me down there. I'm like, they can't <laughs> this woman can help herself. She has to flirt with <laughs> everybody. Any, yeah, any man aged 19 <laughs> to 71. That it's fair game. The fair game. I mean, and, and what do you think about obviously they walk on the beach and the introduction of the Canadians to us? I loved it, and I gotta say, Lou has game. She, I mean, she could pick me up, and I'm married <laughs> homo. Like she can. I, I was so impressed because, like, you could tell, like, Leah was also kind of playing it cool, but Lou just wow. I was. I was I love, so how, I love how I love how like, Leah was like, maybe they're gay. She's like, oh, those are not sure gay men. <laughs> like, Which like, I was, I was like, Leah, you have a better gaydar than that. Like, I, Leah has enough street smarts that. Yeah, but I, but I, you but don't were, know, like you, you don't know, you don't know. You don't, you but, don't want to. I, I think that you don't want to be on camera being so like sure. I like I don't know, like <laughs> sure, fair enough. But I mean, I felt like they were like they seemed like nice enough guys. Like the one, like one of them, I thought was like. Very good looking Pasquale, one that Leah, and I think I so, yeah. Yeah, I think, was it Pasquale, the one that Leah was sucking No, it's the with? other one. The other one? Listen, let's talk about yeah. this for a second. So they go to this restaurant. They invite these two poor fools. They don't know what's going to happen to them. And then, like, like, Leah, come on, we're at a restaurant. It seems like a classy restaurant. Like, why? Yeah. Like, that, that for me, none Carolina came to the restaurant. I'm like, <laughs> I'm okay with you making out, but, but why are you, like, sitting on top of him making out? Yeah. And actually, because that was a place that Ramona said, oh, this looks like me, not the other place. I, was, <laughs> yeah. I, got, it, I got it completely twisted. But yeah, that place was nice. I mean, it was a little gratuitous, but I was kind of like, look, you're on vacation. You're in Mexico. I mean, you I guess. a couple of spicy margaritas. Go for it. <laughs> I thought that was I mean, funny. And I thought how Luan and Sonia were like making, you know, videos of all this happening. And before we get... Oh, today we're really all over the map here like we don't even know where we start there's like, so this much happening. happening yeah we're still we're thrown off our equilibrium is thrown off with dorinda's news so all of our notes are just become moot this is this is it i love how before they go into this fancy you know mexican restaurant they go to see dorinda and she's in her in her room and she's like oh can't happen like i drank the water this is i can't leave this room and all of them are and something that I read on the blogs, I don't know if you saw that, like in the morning when they were by the pool, they were like, Dorinda, drink this water, Ramona said <sighs> to her. So people were like connecting, like. Sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I also missed that. But that was a wild scene. Like, I feel like Dorinda was trying to like keep the lid on it to be classy or whatever. But then Lou was like, get the Chanel body spray. <laughs> I was screaming. I was screaming at the <laughs> TV. That was such a crazy Again, scene. Ramona and Sonia, oh, you have the runs. I have the runs. I always put myself like, what is going on in here? <laughs> it was a lot of potty talk. And it was, it was tough from these ladies. Because, I mean, look, as someone who 
had a similar experience in Havana. I would not want, I was so lucky that I had my own room. Like we had an Airbnb. It was a violent evening. And I, so I get it. Like you don't want, I didn't want anyone around me. And I, I mean, and this was also like, I was in Havana. There's no distractions from your impending evacuation of your body. And it was, so like, at least like there, Dorinda could like be on her phone and Listen, in between running back and forth. But I don't know what's that. happening with these ladies. And I myself could say that I have been in situations where like, it's been difficult, you know? It's ha Things happen. What do you mean you shed yourself? Like, isn't it, I, I'm gonna knock on wood because now I'm talking and who knows what's gonna happen to me now. But like, <laughs> How is that? Like, I kid you not. Like, I've been in situations when I'm, when I, in my mind, I'm just like, oh, fucking let it go. This, it's this over. Is it. It's <laughs> over. And my body's like, hell no, it's not. Right. I don't know. Maybe if you drink the water in Mexico, you start to just lose. Maybe it wasn't a choice. I mean, I don't know. Something I, happened. I mean, this Something is bad. It's bad. And I love how they come in and they're like, ugh, smells like. <laughs> That also for me, again, another Polish moment. I'm out of here. Like if you're commenting on TV on the olfactory repercussions of Mexican water in like coursing through my huevos rancheros, we are now done. I'm telling I you, will be rabble, 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 fucking rabble. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> They will not be airing that. Like, I will make sure that I will do every single thing that you're not supposed to do in reality TV. I will put in, like, the, the finger gesture over my face so they can right. air that. Like, <laughs> I know. I'd like to think that I would come on one of these shows as Aaliyah, but the reality is I would be Ramona's shit-stained robe. Like, I'm oh. just, it's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be good. Listen. No and I will not come out smelling like a rose. It will not be good. So again, so we leave the poor Dorinda there with her like situation. They go to this bar, making out in front of people. Hot mess. Ramona oh, trying to dance with this other oh. poor Canadian. Oh, oh, a lot. Well, but, but at the same time, and I think this is what's going to be so interesting about next season without her is Lou, I think it was Lou that made the comment about, you know, well, thank God for diarrhea or like whatever, because... <laughs> It was interesting, like without her in the mix, the dynamic had shifted considerably and they did kind of, they were, they cut loose, they had fun it, and it, it did feel lighter. Yeah, but as I was telling my husband today, cause I was like, telling her, they was standing that Dorinda's living and he's like, well, but why is she living? So I'm telling her like, oh, she's become like hard to watch and this and that. He's like, isn't that the whole purpose of the show? Like, <laughs> aren't you supposed to watch that to see stupid people fighting? And I'm like, and as you said, I, do we want to watch a whole season of like, oh, this is so much fun. We love each other. That's not what we're watching no, this No, that's for. true. That's true. So we, we don't. But I did like the light moment that enabled Leah to suck face with a Canadian on a, on a chair in a restaurant. It yeah, was nice. that was good. I liked it. I, yeah, it was good. So it was, it was a fun thing. And then, I mean, that, that, that was pretty much the whole trip. Like the next day they had like that crazy breakfast when they get upset and all that. Right. And, and, that, and, and again, I don't know how they leave. Lose, take it off. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, yeah, I, I travel now with noons. Like I have to have it in powder form so that if something <laughs> happens, like a BC powder, like I need it on my tongue in a tiny powder form to hit my bloodstream as fast as possible. Okay. Like it's, I mean, I also, I would not be opposed. Like there have been a few instances where I have looked in advance at the IV services that will come to you for fluids and I and they have 
they basically have like an anti-nausea and like like an acetaminophen in it yes. and so i'm like give me all the fenergan all that the, and, all the, the and the flavor oxygen and the, <laughs> oh there are i it is not a vegas trip for me without having that reusable cannula up my nose in front of the in the venetian <laughs> it's true those ladies are absolute machines and i could not hold a candle to them when they really let her rip. I can't. And I, I mean, I went, you know, because now we're on Twitter. So now like I'm checking what's happening and people were talking about like, how, where's the masterclass from Luan to picking up guys? Like we Please. all need that. Please. And people talking about, you know, like, you know, the whole, you know, how they rebound so quickly. And somebody talked about like, oh, just that scene. Oh, because we didn't talk about that passive aggressive message that, uh, Ramona sent to this group oh, about the do you have a, an anguish management issue uh, and that whole text message that was a hot mess and how that would have been the whole season of Beverly Hills that oh, text message and here literally right. lasted five minutes right oh absolutely <laughs> well that's what that's what makes these ladies so watchable is just the way and I, I feel like Atlanta kind of does this too with conflict and that they will have a knockdown, drag out like fight, and then move on. And like, I mean, and I think that's what's so great is like we get the drama, but then we don't stay in that weird element of stasis that just feels uncomfortable for everyone. And when we're looking at Teddy to be the voice of reason, like that's yeah, no one wants that. So I agree. That's I mean, the text was in poor taste. She came in real hot, set her piece in those crocheted. Uh, pantaloons that, <laughs> that were wild. Um, that is one thing I also say. Dorinda does take some very like fun fashion risks in a way I that some of the other it. ladies don't. That I will miss. Yeah, I, I will miss. Yes, all that. And I said, I said on Twitter, like, oh, this is why I love New York because you know they keep the story like, like the storyline moving. And like I got a beat down. I'm telling you, they're like, what storyline? New York doesn't have storyline. I'm like, oh. I don't care. I don't have. <laughs> That is, what? How could you say New York doesn't yeah. have a storyline? They have like nine. Like, I'm like, there is so much happening. What are you talking about? We have so much content from New York. Like, we don't get bored. Like, if this thing is moving. Get, yeah, if, I, I would venture to say, and I don't want to alienate our tens of listeners, <laughs> but if you don't understand the layers of storytelling that, are with, that, are, that make up the fabric of Roni, then... You're a you don't deserve it. Like, That's it. You don't you deserve don't... it. Yeah, yeah. It's not for you. Like it's not for you. Maybe you like need to try your hand at something else that's a little bit more overt in your face, like a 90 day fiance, <laughs> um, like the 600 pound sisters, or like whatever those are. Uh, like maybe that's more like your speed because there is a level of nuance in Roni that I think is part of where the magic comes from. Love it. Love it. And uh, thank again, you for coming to my TED talk. Listen. Join me and Sonia at the Wharton <laughs> School of Business. <laughs> I, like, I love New York. And as I said, it's my favorite. I'm a little bit concerned because, again, when they bring new people, again, I'm like, Vicky, I'm not happy about it. Yeah. But, and I hope that, I hope that next season is really, really good because as I, as I tweeted today, like, next year when I'm watching Ronnie, I'm going to be like Sonia at that bar. What are you doing here without Doreen that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because, you know, to be honest, 
And I love, there's a lot of humble brags, which I know you're going to be plugging our Twitter momentarily. Um, I will. But, uh, <laughs> how, how active you've been. But you know, I will say, I don't, I don't miss Bethany. And I think people were like, Roni's done without Bethany. Uh-huh. Roni's done. And I, I don't miss her at all. I think that Leah has brought such a, uh, a very unique and gritty and fun dynamic to this franchise that seeing that one person shake up the dynamics between all the other ladies has been intensely watchable. And I don't, I don't miss Bethany at all. I'm going to say that I don't miss Bethany either. There has not been an episode that I'd be like, mm, if Bethany would be here, I don't know. Again, right. we're going to have to re- have this conversation a year from now and see sure. how I feel, you know, with the new cast and how I feel about doing that. People were talking about like, uh, what's her name? Kimora Simmons? That would be a very interesting addition. People were saying like, I... this is the time for her to come into the show. And I'm into it. Uh, me I'm too. into it. So I'm I was like, okay. It. She would bring an element. I think I, I, I think she would bring something very similar that Garcelle has brought us, um, in that she also has a mugshot. So she also has a mugshot, <laughs> and she has money. Like she could be a replacement for Bluestone Manor with whatever estate she has. Like I think she could also give us more of that like wish fulfillment. That I mean. The, the townhouse never gave us Ramona's Hampton's house. I think just it that is a bad energy. There needs to be more sh- that shaman needs to come from Mexico to Ramona's Hampton's house and bless it because something's up there. Even I mean the lower level may be safe, but everything else is not good. The lower um, level in oh in Ramona's house and okay. Ramona's yeah. Oh, yeah. For That's a second I'm like the, the only... lower level in the townhouse. Jesus Christ, that thing is a nightmare. No, that is a serial killer's den. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't want to go there. But yeah, I think that would be great. I know in my head, I was thinking like, who else? Because yeah, I don't want it to be another like white lady. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that. So weird this season because we started and we started with, what's her name? Eloise? Elise, Elise. Elise, and like halfway through this, like she disappeared. And again, I didn't even miss her. Like, no. Like she, like nobody even mentioned that she's no longer there. No. I mean, my favorite moment from Elise came from Cameo, like not even her time on the show. Exactly. So, <laughs> I, so I don't know with Elise, like, I, like I, I don't want, again, and I don't want another Leah. Like it has to be somebody that doesn't right. have that much energy either because like I don't right. want it to compete with Leah. So I think that maybe yeah. Kimora Lee Simmons, I think that's her name, right? Am I saying it right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. That, I think that she will be, because she, I think that she's super sassy. She's also she sophisticated, but she's also down to, I mean, I don't know if she could be down to earth, but like, she seems that is, you know, I, I don't know. Like, right. <laughs> I because only I saw also, her a couple of times on her reality TV show that same. she had years ago. But I also don't want them to also go someone purely based on money because I, I know that you are a Sutton stan. I am not, but I, I, I think they looked at her as like, oh, here's a very rich person who's going to drop in. And I'm like, the money is only part of it. And but let's I don't, talk about money. I don't think, I mean, Leah, obviously, I mean, you have to have certain level of like, you know, money to live in New York City and all that, but I don't right. think that she is rich per se. I don't think she is either. And, and I think that's why what we saw of her doing emails was very genuine. Like she actually is running a business. Like, unless, I get- unless I, everything is a lie and Mary to Mob is like her, <laughs> like in a Brooklyn like studio, but but I think it's legit. I was listening to this other podcast when they were kind of like talking about Mary to the mob and they were like, they're just like t-shirts with like 
a logo on it and nothing sure. has changed in 15 years. It's not like, oh, mm. I have this clothing line. Right. We're talking about it's like novelty t-shirts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, hey, God bless. I mean, I, Good I'm, for her. I would love to get to a place where my little sassy one-liners, because I, I have noticed that now Leo's posts are like, I elevate this shit. Like, I'm yeah, saying like, now. So, fine. You couldn't make a great business out of a novelty t-shirt company. Happy days. Like, very happy for you. Um, because I also think at least, I think she's making them. Like, as we start to see in some upcoming previews, and we've heard in the past from Sonia, she has no idea who's making Sonia by Sonia Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> she has no idea what is actually in that collection. And so, no, I do nothing. feel like... Yeah, I, I feel like at least Leah's feels a lot more authentic to me. Whereas, you know, when Sonia's flapping about like, well, the interns have to do the invitation. <laughs> like, that definitely feels like a bit of, of, of a, you know, retail theater, if you will. And yes. Whereas absolutely. I actually think Leah's was genuine. Like she probably had a fire. No, and I really else. hope that she uses the platform and, you know, and create something out of it. But, but yeah. it makes me sometimes wonder how we think, again, as we were shocked when I find out that Satan is worth $2 million. Like, right, which that <laughs> cannot be correct. <laughs> I, I hope not, because I hope not, just for my what mental health. What does it say, what, is, what are we clocking Dorinda's wealth at? Well, let's take a look here. Because, I mean, I don't, what do you think about the remodel? Like, I love everything about Bluestone Manor. I love everything. Even like the lime green chair. Oh my God, love it. Give it to me. Do I want to live there? No, but I love okay. it. I would like to see it in person because I feel like it may be coming off a little bit harsher to the eyes on TV than it actually is. It's not for me. Are you sitting down? Did you yes. Google this? I'm Googling now. No, don't Google it. Guess, okay. guess, guess, guess. Dorinda? Yeah. Her net worth? I don't know. I feel like she's got like real money. I want to say like $17 million. 20 million. 20? The internet reports 20 okay, million dollars. I, I absolutely believe that. I, I believe feel like this she's too. got like real money. You know when I, well, this real is the thing money. that, this is the thing that like sometimes like messes with my hair. My hair, no, my head. <laughs> and my the hair, hair looks also. great. Yeah, the hair looks great. <laughs> that apartment in New York. I'm like, it doesn't seem like a rich person lives here. It looks like a one bedroom apartment that is not that right. fabulous. Right. But then I see Bluestone Manor and I'm like, this is impeccable. I yeah. love it. And then I see her casual dropping names and photos. She's like, <laughs> I'm here with the Clintons. Oh right. my God. And I'm here with Lady G that time that we went to lunch in Buckingham Palace. And I'm right. like, what? I mean, I don't know if she went to Buckingham Palace. I'm exaggerating, but like she hung out with but like she knew, royalty like, in England. Right. I agree. What well, what is okay? Because I feel like the only other apartment that we saw that I really was like, damn, was Bethany's. Like the last place was like, I think just even by New York standards. Okay, so this is clocking Bethany's net worth at seventy million. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, she, I would, sold, she sold that so, for like a hundred and something million dollars. They, yeah, girl. right. So I feel like like that because yeah, all of them. I mean, I think Leah's is very modest. Dorinda's, yeah, I would agree. I mean, Sonia's is renting in. Listen, you know, let's talk even about the Mona's. I don't, I don't love. Let's talk about our girl Sonia, which I love. I don't know who's running her Twitter account. I have to unfollow her because it's Thursday. Really? Every five minutes, she's promoting her cameo, which I love. You got me a cameo Look. from Sonia, and I love it. But like, I did not know like that. how much. Like, are you that short in cash that now you're like promoting your cameo every five minutes? <laughs> 
That's tough. That's yes. really tough. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm going to need to unfollow you here because like, I don't want to see this from you. Even though I love your cameo and I support it and people should get one. But like, oh, for sure. She, she's a master at the platform. I mean, already. Again, I was talking to my husband about this and I'm like, this woman in New York, at least, at least I don't know how much Dorinda gets paid, but at least she needs to get at least 200000 per season. I think that's fair. And my husband was like, well, you know, if they're rich, that's just like whatever. And I'm like, I don't think they're that rich for 200 to be just like, oh, I'm not going to miss that money. Right. Oh, I agree. I think that Sonia, okay, well, according to Life and Style magazine, Sonia currently rakes in a mind-blowing 465000 per season of the beloved Bravo series. That's a lot of money for no That's talent. a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Wow. This puts Sonia's net worth at $8 million. Which I think is just the, the, the price of the townhouse that she's not getting actually any money. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Okay, just a quick scroll. How, and again, this is all on the internet. None of this could be true. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just uh, clicked on, because, you know, it's like it, it'll ask you more questions. Who is the richest real housewife of New York? Who do you think it lists? Currently? Or, I think oh. just, well, let's see, this was in, this was earlier this year. So this is oh, Bethany, I think, is the wealthiest one out of all of them. This is, well. Followed probably by Dorinda. This is, says Tins. This is putting Tinsley's net worth at $40 million. And this was published in April of this year. So Bethany wasn't in the franchise, but Tinsley being worth $40 million is surprising to me. From what? Just like her... Her family. I mean, I feel like that's, well, I feel like that's generational wealth that is that, like... Yeah, that, that would make sense. I mean, yeah, that would make sense. But wow. Wow, Bethany. Wow, wow. Bethany, wow. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Now, yeah. speaking... Okay, now, one other thing that was... Since we're talking about the blogs and we're looking at the blogs, there's another bit of news today... To tell. That, um, that involves Miss Garcelle. Did you see that? I saw that she is going to be a host at a pop With TV the real. show. Yeah. I so don't even know what that on, is. So. so the real is, I actually, I liked the real. Uh, Tamar Braxton was on the real and I loved okay. it. I loved Tamar and I loved it when she was on. It was kind of like a, it's a very similar um, format to like The View, but with all black women. Okay. And so it's like, it was like a very like diverse panel of black women with different perspectives. Um, there was a lot of drama when Tamar got, I guess she got fired. Like it was a whole thing, but I like the real because it's, I feel like it's the answer to the view, but with a younger and all black cast. Okay. And, yeah. And they're fun. Like they do cooking segments. They do kind of all the things as like one of those kind of chat shows, like that format, but, um, but it's, it's fun and it's light. And they talk about a lot of like, interesting topics that I don't feel like, I mean, I haven't watched The View since the late nineties, but um, you know, but, but, I, but it's cool. And so I think that, that good for Garcelle for booking, I, in my opinion, it's, it's a nice step up from Housewives because it should be on the screen but every day. I don't, think, I don't think that she's quitting Housewives. A lot of people are like, oh, now that she got the real, she's going to quit the Housewives. Mm. Where is I that? Okay, let's see, where is that film? Oh, it's all in LA. Oh, okay, they so all like, film in LA. So, so she's she fine. doesn't have to quit. Yeah. Because I think that we haven't seen enough of Garcelle. And I, I think agree. that she's coming for Rena. So I need a season two of Garcelle. Same. I so, agree. She's, yeah, she's the only thing keeping me hanging on. Me I too. Mean, yes. Because yeah, I like how she's 
coming for her. And the fact, and you know they've got nothing if they're bringing Brandy like back into this Buca de Beppo, which we can get into another time. Now, now that I'm into Twitter and I get to see a lot oh. of the, I never watch like the never seen episodes. Like the never oh, yeah, seen. Oh yeah, nor do I. Well, listen to this. Sorry, again, we went a turn left in here. So remembering Beverly Hills when she asked Rena, like, hey, do you think that you're dancing is like affecting your daughter and all that? Well, yes. they cut a whole part of the scene, which I think is really shady for the producers because they cut a part where Garcelle talks about like her son, Oliver, which is like her oldest son and how he had problems with drugs in the fifth grade and how oh. she as a mom overlooked a lot of the, of the red flags. Ooh, so she interesting. Like, like she put herself in situation. So now the whole scene changes because it doesn't seem like herself came out of nowhere with this information. Like first she oh. shared about her own experience with her kid, and then she asked the question. That is some shady editing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that, that again, it proves they've got nothing. If that's if Garcelle is sharing a very real and personal moment, which as they're railing Denise for for showing everything. Yes if they cut that out to kind of keep it as a leveling play of the playing field, here's my experience. Do you think that this happened to you? Then if that was cut out, then, then it was- Twitter will really upset. They're like, how come they cut this scene? And apparently there's a lot of scenes Ooh. on Beverly Hills that like tied a lot of the things that are happening that they're like leaving out. Interesting. So a lot of the scenes that like will like debunk kind of like the the rumors and all that like they have this scene i think the word were actually um what's her name denise talks about like aaron will be completely okay like he would actually ask me why you didn't invite me to oh she said that in the confessional yeah, yeah we so so like a lot of things that were like hmm, makes sense like mm. so as you said they have nothing and now we're watching nothing and That's here we are. <laughs> well, but at least what we do have is a Twitter that I'm sure you'd love to tell our listeners I'm excited. all about. <laughs> Just We're on Twitter. Twitter. We're Twittering. Know, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. You know, uh, we're a lover now. So, like, what I, is our handle? What is our Twitter handle? Oh, ooh, great! <laughs> that will be Crap TV Podcast. Perfect. That's it. Yeah, we. It came to our attention um, that some people thought our social media presence was simply for the memes and didn't realize that we talk to you all each and every week and give you insights that you won't get anywhere else and perspectives that are truly scholarly and remarkable with a touch of humor. So yes, we are a podcast on the internet and social media. So please listen to us. I mean, obviously you are if you're hearing this, but uh, tell your friends that we're not just reposting amazing content from the creators out there that are keeping us laughing our behinds off. That's it. So, I mean, we went all over the map today with this episode, but great because you know what else? You have nothing else to listen to. So thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Please. And tell us more of what you're watching. We definitely want to hear more from you guys and you can tweet us now. You can slide into our DMs. They are open and they are responded to. So um, yeah, slide in there. So we are at crap TV on Instagram as well, and I, if you will see us if you search Crap TV Podcast to make it abundantly clear with the period C period, R period, A period, P period, TV. Um, find us and, uh, and yeah, tell all your friends. And if you wanna leave us a review, we would also not hate it as long as it is glowing and um, 
yeah, that's where we are. I think now we're the thirsty ones. Yeah, book us on Cameo if you want us. Exactly. I mean, soon, soon we'll be sending birthday wishes on Cameo. But Please. listen, the sky's the limit, as they say. Well, thanks for listening today. This was fun. I don't know what we're going to be talking about next week. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. (laughs) Yes, please. Which it might since there's another hurricane. (laughs) That's true. Stay safe, people. And until then, ciao. Bye.